Perik Vav Mishnehei. This mission resumes the discussion of bringing a carbon Pesach in the event that the 14th of Nisan falls out on Shabbos. Of course, the basic halacha is that we do go ahead and bring the carbon Pesach, even though it's Shabbos, for the mitzvah to bring carbon Pesach overrides the Shabbos prohibition. We also learned in the previous Perak that if the carbon Pesach is offered for the sake of a different offering, meaning the Kohen while he's doing the avoda of the Karm Pesach, has in mind a different carbon, that is, you're performing this act of shechita or zrika or whatever avoda act, for the sake of a different type of carbon, let's say for a shlamim, the halach is the carbon is considered totally disqualified. And essentially, it's as if he's not bringing a carbon Pesach. And thus, Misha teaches a Pesach, Shashach the Shalolish if on Shach the carbon Pesach, for the sake of a different offering. In a case where the 14th of Nisan fell out on Shabbos, being that a Pesach that shechted for a different offering is totally disqualified, this person, it turns out, did not actually perform the mitzvah bringing Karim Pesach, and so there was no justification to perform an act of slaughtering on Shabbos. So he emerges, he was Machal Shabbos. What is the luck of somebody's Machal Shabbos inadvertently? He has to bring a carbon chattas, so that rule applies here. Chayav al chattas, he will have to bring a carbon chattas to atone for his inadvertent act of the desecration of Shabbos. So it seems to be a pretty straightforward ruling. Then the Mishnah says, Ushar kol hazvachim shashachtan l'shum Pesach. Let's say again, it's Er Pesach, it's on Shabbos. There was no issue with the person's intention, but here the problem was that the actual animal he was slaughtering wasn't a carbon Pesach. It wasn't consecrated as a Pesach, but let's say as a Shlomim. This person thought that it was an animal that was consecrated as a Pesach, and so he slaughtered it for the sake of carbon Pesach. He thought he was fulfilling the mitzvah of bringing carbon Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, but it wasn't true. He was actually shechting some other carbon. The Mishnah rules, Im einan ruyin, if the animal this person slaughtered was not of his species that's fit to be offered as a carbon Pesach, for example, he offered a calf or a female sheep, for the sake of carbon Pesach, Allah is chayev. In this case, too, he will be obligated to bring a carbon chatis to atone for his inadvertent act of Shabbos desecration, because we're ultimately dealing with a situation where the person now, since he wasn't actually bringing a carbon Pesach, so that means he was inadvertently desecrating Shabbos. So there's no dispute about the halach in that case. However, where the animal was of the correct species, it was a male tone animal, it was a male, either sheep or a goat, so it physically qualified to be a Pesach. And thinking it was, in fact, the carbon Pesach, the person slaughtered it on the 14th of Nisan when it was Shabbos. In this case, the halacha as to whether he'll have to bring a carbon chattis for his act of Shabbos desecration is disputed between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yezer mechayev chattis. Rabbi Yezer says he's got to bring a chattis in this case too. Ultimately, this was an inadvertent act of desecration of Shabbos. So we apply the regular rule that says in such a case one brings a carbon chattis. However, Rabbi Yeshua poter. Rabbi Yeshua exempts this person from having to bring a carbon chatos. So Rabbi Yeshua understands that we make an exception to the rule of bringing a chatos for inadvertent commission of a serious sin on the level of Kari, such as Shabbos desecration, in a case where 
person was toem bedvar mitzvah, where we say that what led him to commit this prohibited act was his preoccupation with the mitzvah. Meaning that, you know, first of all, this is not a blatant error because the animal appeared to be a Karm Pesach. It was the right type of animal. This is the 14th of Nisan. Perhaps he found this animal at the base of Migdash. So he didn't commit a gross error here, like in the previous case. In addition, this person in the final analysis did fulfill a mitzvah in offering this animal. Let's say, for example, in reality, it's a voluntary shlaman. While it's true that there was no justification to offer this animal on Shabbos, in the final analysis, he performed the mitzvah in being makar of this animal. And so this is a case we call Tobidvar mitzvah. The person made his mistake. Yes, he definitely made a mistake, committed a serious transgression. But he did so in the course of performing a mitzvah. So that's a mitigating factor that exempts him from having to bring a carbon chatas for the inadvertent transgression. The Tanaim now begin to debate the matter. Amr Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer argues, Given that, we all agree. In the case of an actual carbon Pesach, Allah is, that even if the 14th of Nisan falls on Shabbos, it's permitted, nay, it's a mitzvah to bring that carbon meaning obviously to bring it for the sake of Pesach. If he does bring it for the sake of Pesach, then that mitzvah overrides the Shabbos prohibition violated by bringing a carbon. And yet, Kishishina as Shemo, Chayev, we all agree that the Allah is, as soon as that intention changes, Kishach's the Pesach for Shlomim. He thought, let's say, that that's okay, Kishach it for a different carbon, that he's still covered by the dispensation. The Allah is Chayev, he will be liable to bring a carbon chatos. Well, if that's true, and we all agree to that halacha, then zvachim shehein asirin lishman. In our case, we're talking about some other carbon. This animal, in reality, is let's say a voluntary shlum. And so, even if the person were to offer it with the correct intention, you know, for the sake of shlumim, it of course would be uh, prohibited to do that on Shabbos. We all agree he would have to bring a chatos if he went and did that. So then surely, if you take the same carbon, let's say this voluntary shlomim, and you compound the problem by saying the person went and slaughtered it with the wrong intention. This shlom is not supposed to be offered for Pesach. It's not what it is. It's a shlomim. So surely in that case, you should be liable. If you went and did that on Shabbos, you took this shlomim and slaughtered it for the sake of Pesach, you should surely have to bring carbon chatis in that case. So how, Rabbi Shur, could you rule otherwise? Amrullah Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Shur responds, Lo. This is not a valid kavachomer. There's actually a logical explanation of why we would draw the line this way. And that is, Imam Marta Pesach. We understand why in the case where a person takes a carbon Pesach, and on the 14th of Nisan it falls in Shabbos, Shechstad for the sake of some other offering, he does bring a carbon chatis in that case. That is, Shashino Lidavar Aser. There's no argument of Tabidvar Mitzvah here. In this person's mind, he was bringing a totally different offering. He doesn't bring a Pesach. He's like, oh, I'm bringing this as a Shlamim. So you don't have any argument. In his mind, he was doing a Mitzvah, therefore, he should be exempt from Chatis. Tomar Bezvachim Shashino Lidavar Hamutter. As opposed to the case that we're discussing here, which is, for example, a voluntary Shlamim. 
that this person came to believe is actually a carbon Pesach. Now, he was wrong about that, but in his mind, he was doing a mitzvah. And in reality, he performed the mitzvah. He did, in the end, bring an offering. The fact that he brought, let's say, this Shlomim Lashem Pesach doesn't totally disqualify it. So those things taken together, we do have a basis here to exempt him from carbon chattis. Omer Lerbeliezer, Beliezer, lobs another question. Rabbi Yeshua's theory of Tabidvar Mitzvah, he points out, a murei tzibor yochichu, the case of a communal offerings such as the, let's say, daily carbon tamid or the musaf offerings would appear to disprove your theory of tabidvar mitzvah shehein mutarin lishman for of course if such karbanas are offered for their sake we bring those karbanas even if the day we're bringing it is Shabbos and yet shochet lishman chayif somebody were to take a different karban say a voluntary shlomim and shech that for the sake of you know, he thinks it's a Tamid or a Musaf, and he were to go and slaughter that on Shabbos, we all agree that person would be liable to bring a Chattas on account of his inadvertent Shabbos desecration. Even though this case would appear to qualify for your notion of Tavidvar Mitzvah. But apparently, Beliezer knew that Rabbi Yeshua agreed that if somebody took some, let's say, voluntary carbon, Shechted on Shabbos for the sake of a Tamid, there's no exemption in that case. The question is, why not? Why do we say that since the person thought he was doing something that was okay and he actually achieved the mitzvah, they should be exempt? Omelur Bishur Bishur replies, Lo. Can't compare the two cases for Omarta be Sibor. The case that you're referring to, somebody who ends up shechting some other animal for the sake of, let's say, Tamid, communal offering that we're allowed to bring him in at Shabbat, That's different because there's a set amount of, for example, Tamid, animals that are offered. Two animals daily. And thus, that's not something that a person should make a mistake about. That's deemed a gross error. How could such a mistake be made? We know how many need to be brought. We already brought, let's say, the two Tamidin. So what is this person bringing another animal as a Tamid? So that's a gross error and therefore is beyond the scope of the dispensation of a Tamid Var Mitzvah. Tamar Pesach She'in Kitzvah. As opposed to carbon pesach, which has no, you know, easy small number that when you hit that number, that's it. We brought the carbon for the whole community, of course, because each member of the community has to bring his own pesach, or at least you have many, many chavuros bringing pesachim, thousands of pesachim. So that is a situation where we could you know, easily imagine how a mistake could be made. And that coupled together with the fact that he was preoccupied in what ultimately was still a mitzvah, he did bring a carbon, is a basis to exempt him from any chattas liability. The Mishnah brings a different opinion on this case that was mentioned above. Rabbi Meir Omer, The mayor says that in reality, even the case that Rabbi Yezra mentioned, uh, let's say someone takes a voluntary shlomim, he thought it was a Tamid. He went and therefore he slaughtered that, the shame Tamid, on Shabbos. He would be exempt in that case as well, based on the dispensation of Tamid Var Mishnah. So obviously, according to Rimeir, Eliezer's question of Rabbi Yeshua's theory doesn't begin. The halach is in accordance with Rabbi Yeshua.